Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Hola. Oops, they're coming out. Okay, they're in. <laughs> Secure the titties. Um, we're posting this a little late because... It's hard to, <laughs> because this shit is hard to have content to put out every single fucking week no matter if we're tired no matter if we came from out of town no matter if baby daddies are getting on our nerves no matter what is going on delivering quality podcasts every week becomes challenging truly it does so it's late i'm tired <laughs> i don't even know why i'm tired i've been tired for like i just i feel like my energy has kind of been just a little bit low I don't know if it's because I'm in love and I'm just like, want to be tired and lazy. And laid up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or if I just haven't been eating, I've been eating more meat than ever. That'd probably be a lot of it too. And I don't really eat meat like that. And I've been having tons of bacon and beef. Ugh, please relax. I know. And so, I don't know, I'm just not feeling well. I just feel lazy as fuck. Yeah, I've been kind of feeling... What the fuck is happening? Honestly... My neighbor and the trash. Um, I feel like I have I've, I've been not drinking enough water. Not like I eat. My eating habits are so fucked up that I usually don't eat until like five p.m. I fast all day and then eat at night and then I'm like, my stomach hurts. Oh no, shit, bitch! You haven't eaten all day. Right. Yeah, a lot of things that need to be done to have higher energy. I know. I went on a trip to Lake Tahoe this weekend and uh, it was beautiful, so beautiful. But like when I got back, I felt like I needed a transitional day between the trip and life. Like I felt like I needed like another day to like decompress from the trip. Yesterday I just felt so anxious. Everything was giving me fucking anxiety, everything. And I just felt like I, just, I was just stressed, and I didn't even know why. I'm just well, your birthday's coming up. Jamila's birthday's on Monday, you guys. My birthday's on Monday. I will be 32, and yeah, I think I do get a little anxious before my birthday. It's just because it's another year. You Every year you do. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? Oh, yes, my birthday is coming. And I just feel like it's such a weird time because, like, there's so much going on. It's draining. Also, I feel like, we have a lot of stuff going on. It's really hard to focus on those things. It's just really hard to fucking focus. Also, I don't have a million dollars yet. It's just, I'm like, what the fuck, okay? And when I was 23, I planned on being rich by 30. <laughs> supposed to own a house, supposed to be married. I was supposed to be on my second child. I talk about this every year. Every I year mean, I talk about what I was supposed to do. Well, you know, I think for people listening, if you're in your early 20s, and you have all these anxieties, as I did. When I was in my 20s, I was like, for sure. Like, when I'm 30, all these, all, I'm supposed to hit all these milestones. Guess what? You probably won't. And that's okay. And I'm not saying, like, don't try or don't, like, have aspirations or goals. But I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves. And then we hit these ages. And then we're like, why am I not a millionaire? Why am I not married? Why, like, my life isn't what I thought. And we were talking about that before we started recording. Like, how... It's a it's a time. I mean, I think this it's all you you never really know how shit's gonna play out. But like, we're in a time right now where I feel like those feelings are even more highlighted because we really there's really a lot of question marks in the air. Like, am I gonna get sick? 
Is the, when is the pandemic ending? Why do black people keep dying? I'm scared to be black. Will I die when I walk out the house? Like, will, will school ever be the same again? Is my kid okay? Like, all these things that, it's just, there's just like not a lot of answers. <laughs> just a huge fear of the own the unknown. As I get older, I become more. I have I, I hate to say this, but I have more fear of the unknown. I'm more aware that I there's I have very little control over everything, and um, fear of the unknown is what gives me anxiety. You know, like even like, am I gonna have a lifelong partner? Am I gonna have another kid? Blah 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 blah. blah. Like there's just so much shit. Like happening all the time and there's we're so like I feel like I always say like our brains are only supposed to have so many channels like remember back in the day there's only like 30 channels now with social media there's like 600 channels and so our brains are not programmed to to be able to switch channels that quickly and on so on so fast levels so it's almost like our brains and our bodies are over exposed and jumping from feelings and and thoughts so quickly that I think that's the leading cause in anxiety like really and truly because we're not programmed to be paying attention to everybody's fucking life on Instagram plus our own plus all these other factors you know there's just like an over an overcharge of information and I think it's making us like function wrong I, I mean, I agree. I think, though, I will say, I think the channels in the last few months have decreased. I mean, I think social media is obviously, you know, not going anywhere and has been a tool for, you know, the movement that's happening and, you know, keeping people socially aware. But I think staying at home has eliminated some of those channels. And I think that probably was some of the source of my anxiety when the pandemic first started because, like, I didn't know how – what. Like, I had all these channels and I didn't know I was sitting with them. And, like, I feel like they slowly started. Because I feel like people are doing less now. Like, they're more conscious about doing less because if you're doing too much, you look stupid. <laughs> and now I know, like, things are starting to open back up and, like, people, you know, are going out and, like, traveling more and doing all those things. But I, I don't know. I think that. I hope that there's, I feel like there's a shift in consciousness happening. For sure. Definitely a shift in consciousness. For the better, I think. I hope. Um, but with that comes like a, a, a deprogramming and that can feel weird, exhausting even, and like like you're losing something, but you're not. Well, that's probably why you don't have a lot of energy. Maybe. I think, I don't know. Um, I, think I, I think it's my diet, <laughs> diet to be honest. I, I think that... Um, as all these things are happening, it is obviously a pivotal and transitional time. And I think it's, you know, when shit is shifting and changing, it, it takes energy from you. Just like when you're growing, you got to sleep more. And I think because we are doing less, uh, I think now is really a time to self-reflect on your own energy and what lessons are being taught and what's right, you know. And I think that's my lesson right now. Like, you can't control everything. And that means, and, that, and you definitely can't be afraid of the unknown because everything is unknown finding peace in the unknown and being able to be like chill accept what it is right now what was in and that's it you know like focus on the shit that you do know you know how you're conducting yourself now and making better decisions than than i've made and, and being like aware of why i'm making certain decisions mm -hmm. or like why i'm afraid of certain things right yeah, I mean, I when I so when I went to Tahoe this weekend, um, I went with like a group of friends, including um, Poetry Bay and Irie and all those things, and we 
we were up there and at night like we ended up taking some mushrooms and at some point in my trip it was it was a really it was a cool it was very light and it was quick like i don't know we had these chocolate mushrooms they lasted like three hours or something oh i mean i want the chocolate ones yeah it was like three hours and it was cool um they were visual, um, not like overly intense, but like yeah, you for sure like saw breathing, like the room breathing and stuff. Um, but there was a time like, at, at at some point, I like was looking at my hands, and like it was like almost like I was looking at them from outside of myself, and like I was looking at my body from outside of myself, and like suddenly like my mortality became so real, like. To look at me from, like, an outsider looking in and, like, how, like, none of this, all this is, like, going to disappear one day. You know what I mean? And, like, I think, I don't know. I just became super aware of my mortality. And then, like, I started, I wasn't, like, I was kind of going dark, but I wasn't, like, sad. But I was just, like, damn, like, does any of this shit matter? (laughs) Like, like, we're here and then we're not and it's happened so fast and. Like, What's you know, really we've, we've, we've been told that we're like, I don't know, like, what were we talking about? We were saying that, like, basically we are reflect, like, sand, like dust particles and, like, the sand, like, not the sand, like, the, the light reflects upon us and that's what kind of creates, like, these bodies, and I was like, is this even real? Are you even here? Like, does love even matter? Yeah, right. like, how, like, for how long? For how long? Like, what's the point? Like, and I wasn't like, like, I'm going to kill myself or anything, but I was just like, it just made everything seem, everything so important not seem so important. So temporary. Yeah. And I was like, shit, like, all these things we're chasing, like, trying to make money, trying to do all these things, all these things that we feel like we need while we're here, while we're here, we're here, and then it doesn't matter anymore. It's like literally what actually matters. And a part of me was like, well, that's why like I have to do everything that I want. I have to earn everything that I want because it doesn't matter. And it's quick. Yeah, but then the other part was like, well, does it even fucking matter? Like, should I even do it? <laughs> I was like... I know. I feel, I feel you. Yeah. Literally, I, was, I feel And that. I just kept looking at my hands and I was like, fuck, these are hands. These are my... These are Erica's hands. And like one day they won't be here anymore. And one day they'll age and they'll look weird. And I remember like... When my grandfather died, like, I was in the hospital with him, and I was holding his hand as he was dying, and, like, I was there, like, the while he took his last, while he took his last breath, and I remember looking at his hands, and they were so aged, and they looked like they'd been through so many things, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about his hands when I was on my mushroom trip, and thinking, like, one day, someone's gonna be holding my old-ass hand, <laughs> and it's, like, then I leave, and then it's, it's done. I mean, of course, like, I don't know, like, and... Even like the most iconic people. Oh shit! Is that an alarm? An alarm? I don't know. I don't know why that's happening. One o'clock. Stop the video. I'm actually gonna check my alarm. I think that's where it was. Is it? Is it an airplane? Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that alarm. Um. Like even the most like even the most iconic people, the people that have left their mark here, like when the world ends, does it matter? Because the world is gonna end one day. This, this shit is, is not gonna be here forever. I mean, as we know it, absolutely. I mean, even even I think 
for me, like, yeah, all these things that we're chasing, how important are they? Even in these spaces that we're, like, finding new new ventures in love, and I get so much anxiety over that. Like, is this going to be it? Is this forever? Is this going to be my partner? Can I do this? Like, there's all these, like, intense questions, but it's also, like, bitch, just enjoy it and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why does, why even in goodness that we have to ruin it with expectation and, like, final, like, What's the what's gonna be the final thing? You know, mm-hmm. like why do I have to ruin what I'm enjoying right well, this second? So I think yeah, it's being present essentially. Yeah. Like, without the without the fear pouring in, you know, like what if this doesn't last as long as I wanted to? You know, like what's after that? You know, what what? It's just a bunch of sh- bullshit that doesn't matter. None of this shit matters. I know, <laughs> I know, and that I just became so aware of my body and the fact that I don't like really analyze it, like I. Scan like body. I should, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I, I mean, obviously I was on drugs, but I was looking at my hands and I was like, "Well, I've I, never really taken them in and like really looked at every part of me." And like one day, every all this, will, it'll start changing and it'll start looking different, and then it just will disappear. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I don't know. I was so that my my trip. I was kind of I was really quiet on it. I didn't really. I laughed a lot though. I cried with laughing. Oh my God. That's why I, I love mushrooms. I cried laughing. So fun and funny. Nisha came out at one point. This airplane is so loud. Wow, it's like the loudest one I've ever heard. What is it? A jet? Is it a fighter jet? <laughs> it's a big one. Um, Nisha came out at one point and she had a sheet mask on her face. Girl, I almost passed out. She came out and she looked like. <laughs> why did she have? A, oh, like a mask on her face. Yeah, and I'm like tripping, and I was like, Oh my God! And then she was like, Do you want me to pull it off? And then she like slowly peeled her face off, and me and Art my bae were like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I love drugs." Drugs are amazing. I was like, just for these moments, you know. And then it's over, and it's fine. And you know, I've, I've had like I've had a, a life awakening moments. I've had moments where I cried and laughed. I had moments of self reflection, and that's all they could ask for. I don't understand why people have these such negative. Um, like you know what it is rules and experiences and like I'll tell you why because people take drugs like hallucinogens like mushrooms and then they try to fight what's happening mm. and you can't fight it if you fight it you're going against God <laughs> honestly it's like it's like the peel away of what we of, of the fakeness like of of these like layers that we've, we've essentially created and so when you take drugs like you have to peel that shit off and if you hold on to those those layers instead of just letting them slide off it'll, it'll it's gonna hurt it's gonna be hard like even that time when i'm totally like i'm emotional but i cry by myself that's my thing i'll do it in the car i'll do it alone maybe in front of luna because i'm the i'm emotional bitch but like that time i took mushrooms with um adventure bay and literally he was just sitting there and i just nestled up to the side of his neck like this and I was like, I just cried. I just let that shit out. And that is not my style. Like, essentially, I didn't really know him at all at this point. And I just cried for, like, five straight minutes. And I didn't try to stop it. I didn't even understand. I, I knew I could feel that it was coming. I was just feeling in, like, an, uh, an immense, intense energy pour over me. And I decided to not fight it, even though he, I, I don't know what to expect, what he would expect. You know, it's not ideal. To was be- your first date? It was our third. Okay. <laughs> It wasn't ideal to be just crying in front of the nigga I met on Hinge, you yeah. know, for no reason. And I just sat there and cried for like seven minutes. And then I was like, hmm, 
that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I said. That was that was weird. That's never happened before. <laughs> and he just held me like really t- tight, and I felt it wasn't a release for me. I felt safe. I felt like like I just felt safe and like I could just peel off and let go and and I that's what I did but I think if you're being like vulnerable with someone you're not comfortable with or even with yourself alone if you're not comfortable with being vulnerable and you can't They'll, be, it'll come up then it will come up and, and sometimes like I said I didn't really know why I was crying except for the fact that I felt like I was letting somebody in I knew that was happening low-key in my subconscious but if, if I had any, if I was trying to save face and be cool, I, it would have been a terrible time mm-hmm. because it's hard. It's difficult because those drugs like that really take away like your perception of like just the mask that people put on or that you put on. And it really makes you just see like time, space, distance. Mm-hmm. None of that shit matters. Right. I know. That's why we advocate for mushrooms so hard. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Me and Erica had a, a side conversation one time that maybe, like, if like in Good Moms we just gonna have a side hustle that we're gonna we're gonna put out our own mushroom, Good Moms mushroom. We don't know how we're gonna start that side business, but oh, actually we did. We did have we had we did have a plan. We really? said we're gonna start a fans only page. Oh yeah, gonna... and just sell mushrooms <laughs> on there. <laughs> so look out for that. We won't be shaking ass. Well, maybe there'll be ass twerks and, and you and mushrooms. Well, I think because people have reached out to us asking where to get them in the different cities, and I'm like, I don't know. So I was like, I'm in San Diego. Where can I find them? I'm like, girl, when you find them, let me know because if I come out there, I might need to know. But I'm gonna, we're gonna start creating like you, remember, you know that um, Lonely Planet. How like have you, you know what Lonely Planet is the website that did, like it's like a it's like a guide throughout the planet like tells you different places yeah so like we'll be like the craigslist of mushrooms like any city you go just go to good moms (laughs) good Good mushroom it's like it's like it's like the green book (laughs) for mushrooms (laughs) if you're black you can buy mushrooms safely in this part of town (laughs) make it right there's gonna be meet jojo in the brick at the brick house tell him good mom sent you (laughs) um oh my god no, I do. I do advocate for it. It's been great. I mean, I think I don't. I think you have to. I don't think everyone needs to do them. Honestly, I think you have to be know yourself. Be careful. You know, some people. You need to be ready. To yeah. I feel like we take them for fun, but mostly for their spiritual purpose. You know, like I think even though we do it for fun, but we I think we've learned that to cons- consume certain drugs it's important to have an intention that's really important i feel like obviously there's times where i don't and but i find that it's when you do though like you might forget it too along the way you might forget what that intention was at some point in your journey but like and also sometimes just be opening just be open to, to what comes you know it doesn't have to be necessarily an intention that's nice too but like whatever comes and visits you whatever resonates while you're on your trip i think you have to be open to receiving that if it's tears if it's releasing, you know, it's just like... And somehow- also doing it with someone that you feel safe with. I think it's really important. Like, don't do mushrooms at, like, a house party. Because also... Unless I- it's a, your friend. Unless it's a homie, a house full of homies. Have you ever not... I've, there's been times I've done mushrooms and I can't talk. Yeah, most you, of the time. A lot of times you can't talk. Like, you have deep, intense thoughts. Don't try to express them to anyone. <laughs> they don't make sense. Me and Adventure Bay have had conversations that I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, yeah, you know, it um, doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I um, I don't really, I find that when I do do them, I rarely want to talk and that I'm 
constantly mind blown when other people can't. <laughs> like when I when we did them in Tahoe, like they were having full conversations. I was sitting there just in silence, and I literally was I was like, I don't know how you guys are talking. What are you talking about? Why are we talking about so TV much, shows? So much talking. There's nothing. There's more work to be done here. <laughs> we I don't we care what it. happened on Insecure. I want to talk about my hands. <laughs> look at them. Just stare at my hands. You'll feel what I feel. Do you see these hands? Do you look at them? This is the answer to life. I, I, did I tell you that? Oh, speaking of answers to life and mushrooms, I, did I tell? I, I can't. For, I can't remember what I said on the podcast and what I said to my friends because it's all the same shit. Um, when we went, when we went um, camping last weekend um, with Adventure Bay to Pen- Chona Pentacles, um, we, me and Adventure Bay, took mushrooms and. Um, Got in the tent. I don't know how. Again, very little talking. But at some point, he was like eating my pussy in the tent, and I like looked up, and I just I had this epiphany, and my epiphany was like, I am Mother Earth. (laughs) This is the beginning of life under the stars, in the dirt, with a black man, black woman under. This is my womb. I was feeling myself. I was fucking like Mother Earth in that bitch. I, suddenly I was like, I was reaching up in the tent. I was like, this is how life was created in my belly. I was like feeling my belly was the stars. He was like, your vagina is always so hot. He's like, that makes sense because you're like, the, you're the, that's where creation starts. And I was like, oh, he's right. I eat my pussy because this is how life starts. I was getting real deep on those mushrooms. Yeah, you didn't, you did you mentioned that part, but you didn't, you mentioned the, the 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 creation story. I did not know you were getting your pussy ate at that time. You 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 failed to mention that part. Yeah, I was just sitting on his face, feeling like I was fucking Mother Earth in that bitch. I was like, in this darkness under the stars, dirt because there's only like fucking dirt, dirt out there. It's like dirt stars. I'm like, this is how everything started. Like the wind was blowing really hard. I was like, yep, this is how we started creating. You're like, I'm in Africa. It's literally in my mind. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I also, um, even though we've both had very um, earth-shaking love affairs from Hinge recently in the last <laughs> 60 days. <laughs> Deep love in 60 days. How yeah. to fall in love in 60 days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, sh- a step-by-step guide. First, get mushrooms. First, join Hinge. <laughs> Second, take mushrooms with a stranger. <laughs> Three, cry if you want to. Um. Well, I wanted to say, Erica, because she asked me this, because um, we also took, we had a, a nice Molly uh, run too. But I'm, we're not always doing drugs, so I know that it's even. So just in case you guys were all wondering if we were in love or we were on drugs, <laughs> we're both. <laughs> We've done our fair share of sober hanging it's out. It's confirmed. I still like him sober. No. <laughs> Honestly, because Erica asked me that in the beginning, I was like, hmm. I'll get back to you on Monday. <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, um, so we, okay, we went to the beach all day. No drugs. I'm like, okay, this is good to know. We hang out lots of times, no drugs. Okay, yeah, you sound, sound, you sound like a crackhead, honestly. <laughs> a sure, a sure <laughs> You sound like a crackhead. Fuck you. <laughs> um, no, but it's not, uh, no, sober and not sober. It's great. Mm-hmm. So that was just making that. Okay, up. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we've got an update, you guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> 
breaking news. Well, I think a part of me, um, my, my self-sabotage and my fear of everything, <laughs> um, like I'll leave him on Monday or Tuesday and then I'll be like, do I like him? I don't know. I'm fine. I'm pretty cool. Like I got this. Maybe not. And then on Friday, I'm like, I see him again. I'm like, fuck, I'm in love. <laughs> I thought I was safe. Oh, my God. So much fear. But, yeah, it's actually ridiculous. Do you have those? Well, <laughs> never mind. What? Say it. <laughs> what? We haven't left each other's yeah, side? I didn't want to put your business out there. But since Bitch, you- I put your business out here all the time. I Don't know. be shy now. Erica has been with this nigga for approximately 15 days straight. Like, literally, approximately 15 days straight. I was going to say, do you feel like you try to convince yourself otherwise? But she doesn't know because she hasn't. I'm not, deni- <laughs> I'm not denying it. I know. You can't. I've seen you. I'm not I talk to you every day. Yeah. Also, I, I didn't tell you this, but since we're talking, I don't care if you get a boyfriend, bitch. Don't you ever keep texting me back when I've called you. <laughs> when did you call me? Two times this week. I've called you. Uh, my service is terrible there. Yeah, Ask I, everyone. Okay, I didn't no, get no, any. I, I, I got think, no missed calls. I think the phones have been fucking up. Look at my was, look at my boyfriend getting pissed. Look at my husband. I He's getting so. I'm she's like, jealous. Is, I'm like, is she texting me back when I just called her? I was like, I know that she got my missed call because I called. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how cellulars work. She saw. I was, well, not when you're in the mountains. Then, no, this is when you're back. Then she's just texting. When I, when I was back here. Then I told him, tell her to call me when she's done. He did not call me. I said, is he not telling her the messages I'm sending her? <laughs> I will slap everybody. I'm a real boyfriend. When I realized, I was like, why is she texting me and I just called her? I was like, we fucking go together. <laughs> we, do go to get, we do go together. Um, ooh, yeah, so backing up on my Scorpio obsession. Actually, today we had a conversation because I got something in the pattern app. <laughs> That said, basically, when I'm in when I'm in love or I'm with someone, I can be um, obsessive and um, oh no, you don't say obsessive and impulsive or something. I don't know. It was another if, like a, a, a if impulsive. So I don't know. And so I was like, oh my god, I am being obsessive. And I was like, wait, this is why I don't. This is. And I, and I had this conversation with him, too, afterward, because I sent it to him. And I was like, look, I was like, I'm obsessive. And he was like, no, you're not. I was like, well, you yeah. haven't left. You haven't left. <laughs> I was like, well, you're a cancer, too. So you're also a little bit obsessive as well. Like, you will, you'll just do, you'll, be, you'll feed into the obsession with me because it's comfy and shit. I'm actually really lucky that um, Adventure Bay is not feeding into any type of this shit because mm-hmm. I would be, I would be, I would do the same thing. So I realized that I, um, he left today <laughs> and I was like, you know, I just feel like. Day 15. Yeah. He was like, I, I don't feel, he's like, I don't feel like I'm not getting shit done. Like I'm working. Like when you do, you do your thing, you do your thing. I do my thing. And I was like, it's. It is yes, that's true, but also I do feel distracted. I have been somewhat distracted, and also I there's a difference between like you being here and me working versus you not being here and me working. Like I want to get back to you, so I'm gonna like try to like hurry up or like maybe I'll cut something short that like I could have probably finished had you not been here. So I think those things are like I, I've I've had to I'm checking back in with myself because I know myself and I know that that has been detrimental for me in the past like it doesn't seem that way at first but then suddenly I'm like wait why I'm not fulfilling my dreams because I'm just here with you and also like you're fulfilling yours and I'm here to support yours and I don't really feel like doing mine so I don't I I have to like 
be conscious of that. And he and I and that and he kept saying, No, you're not, no, you're not. And I was like, Listen, <laughs> I know myself. Like, you may not feel this way, but I know who I've been in previous relationships. And like I know how it starts to show up in my life. It's it doesn't immediately feel that way. And it starts to slowly chip away and then suddenly I'm doing nothing. But fucking. <laughs> I, like one thing I will I appreciate about our friendship is that we're honest with each other, and like I like, and I know like we can both be dickmatized dumb bitches, you know, the records have shown. But I also know that like you're not so you're you, you there's no point that you're not you're not gonna check yourself and be like like you're not gonna be like choosing dick 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 over like day to day day to day. Just it's not. I know eventually you're gonna be like okay, well. This, I gotta shift my shit because that's how we check ourselves mm-hmm. for the most part. And if not, you know, I'll check you and then you'll have to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, and that might even be the reason that, you know what, that probably is the reason why I'm tired because I've been putting, I've been putting a lot of energy into this new relationship that I've been in and also trying to balance this new relationship and motherhood and like trying to like and new opportunities and like, and figuring out like am I doing this the right way is she okay am I okay is he okay are we okay like you know and I it's, know it, it's a it's a it's <clears throat> like and then I and then I've even asked myself like do I have time to be liking someone like why did I do like <laughs> why was I on hinge this is crazy like I I want to be over here I want to do work I have to do that I want to like it's I, I, I yesterday I was feeling like I was getting overly anxious about I, like just like there's so many things that we need to do that we're behind on and then you know my person like my personal shit you know corona my business my baby is she is she learn- gonna go to kindergarten and know all the shit she's supposed to know plus i'm in love <laughs> uh-uh like it's it's crazy and right. then like adventure bay is like a real adventure bay and he will not stop sending me links <laughs> to stuff and I, I i love him i swear but so many links so many trips <laughs> So much research. So many outdoor trips. So many outdoor, and I'm excited about them. But also, I'm like, just tell me the day, send the calendar invite, and I will tell me what to bring. What, what's the weather going to be like? <laughs> I don't need the links. But I, it's so intense, and 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 I think also we're we're in this like, we're growing as 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 women. We're growing as mothers. Our children are growing, and it's like these. It's like they are so hyper aware, and now we're in these spaces where we've never done this before our kids are, are aware of what we're doing i took luna to the the drive-in movie with adventure bay and we'd hung out all three of us together before but i was feeling like a little nervous because she's looking at me i'm a certain way with him generally without her and i kind of was like enjoying our separate lives but now i'm like that's not realistic and then because it's not realistic i'm like am i like who, what kind of mom thinks that way? Mm-hmm. It's a guilty thought. But, like, eventually, like, it's just something that has to happen. They have to have a chemistry. They have to get to know each other. And it's just, like, a very strange place to be right now, I mm-hmm. feel like, with, mm-hmm. like, these five-year-olds going on 25. I know. I mean, I know. Irie is over here asking me, is can't is blah, blah, blah spending, is he going to spend the night? And I'm like, what? And then, I don't know. Like, I was, like, on my trip, I was – I was trying to be aware of our interactions in front of her, you know. I have to admit, though, like, I was affectionate to, towards him. I don't... I, well, you can, how, how can you not be? I mean, like, he didn't... I don't know if she ever saw us kiss, but she definitely saw us hugging a lot. There's no way she didn't see you kiss. Like, I don't think she did. I don't think she did. Um, but there was definitely enough that it was like, this is not Uncle Sebastian. Right. This is something else. 
And, you know, at one point he asked her, he was like, Irie, like, how would you feel if I took your mom on a date? Can I take her on a date? And she was like, yeah. And then she was like, but you have to get her a ring. I was like, oh my God, fucking Adrian. Adrian from fucking, fucking Ladybug, Miraculous. miraculous. Lady I don't know if anyone else's kids watch Miraculous but Ladybug. Don't let them watch that Especially shit. Especially if they're girls. Don't let any kids watch it because it's, it's brainwashed. Honestly, like, I don't, uh, and that's another thing. I feel bad that I don't, I haven't really sat down and watched the shit I have my kid watching because I'm like, wait, what the fuck are they talking about over here? <clears throat> but just like, yeah. There's just, when there's a third person in the relationship, it's a huge dynamic. Even I realized, like, this is, <laughs> this is mean, and this is actually a, <laughs> I haven't discussed this with him, so I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to. It's not a big deal. He doesn't have kids, and he's not around kids. Well, I mean, he's probably, his ex had a kid, but <laughs> he fucking, and I'm, I'm, my parenting skills are adultish, but he talks to Luna like he's goddamn, like, Barney and Mr. Rogers, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> and I know he's really trying. He is really trying, and she really likes it, and she really likes him. And maybe I'm just a bad mom because I refuse to talk any regular than this. <laughs> let's fucking go. <laughs> what are you doing? What is, whatever, let's go. <laughs> so he's like really animated in his talking, and it was just like making me like a little tense. <laughs> Not tense. How dare you talk to my kid like a child? But also, I've real I've come to the conclusion this week, probably yesterday. <coughs> I I think that I'm so cool and so relaxed and so go with the flow, but that's not true. I'm actually very rigid and I actually get annoyed very quickly and Erica will tell you my number one thing I say is I'm so fucking annoyed, so fucking annoyed. <laughs> I say it probably 400 times a day. <laughs> I say it too though. And then, but then I'm like, what are you really annoyed about? This nice man is being nice to your child? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Everything bothers me. I'm like, hmm, don't like it. That's not, that's not how we parent. <laughs> well, that's why I said to you, like, I think it's a simple conversation. I think these men are, show up in our, are showing up in our lives, and we have to talk to them about how we have gotten to this place so far with our kids. You know, like, how wh- where they're at, like, in their emotional development, like Irie's really sassy right now and like doing shit that like was low key embarrassing. And I'm like, yo, is this a, re- I'm like, is this a reflection of me? And then like, I'll realize that she says shit that I say and I didn't even realize I say like, she always like, she goes like, what does she say? Like, what do you mean? Like, what she's like, well, okay, they're in this stage where they, they can't curse. So they try to say, everything. what the heck? What do you mean? Like, what the heck do you mean? What the heck are yeah, you like, doing? She's like, what the heck? What do you mean? What the heck? What the heck? What do you mean? Heck? It and doesn't then, even matter. And then the other day I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, that's where she gets it from. And I was like, fuck. He's right. Well, no, but you have to, you have to correct her because I realized what they're doing is they're, they're trying to say what the hell. Like trying to emulate a grown person talking, but they know they can't say that. So I Yeah, what the heck? I literally tell Luna, I said, I don't know why you keep doing that. I know you're attempting to curse, but you're not allowed. So <laughs> stop inserting it in a way that you think that you're cursing. Yeah. Because it's annoying. You're not grown. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> Even if you say heck, I'll still slap you. I think it's also she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't realize like she's still trying to understand the boundaries of adults and kids. Like what's acceptable to say to adults and what's acceptable to say to her little friends. And so those lines get blurred often. And for me, like I know what I know what's happening because I'm in her life every day. But for someone else coming in who's just being exposed to these little nuances that she's going through, like they don't know that. <clears throat> and so it's I think it's important for us 
as parents that are dating people and who are going to be in our kids' lives to kind of have these conversations with them about where our kids are at and this is how I'm dealing with it and like I need you to get on board with it. Do you have any other opinions? Like I'll be open to hearing them because I don't know what the fuck I'm really doing. But for the most part, like this is I have some sort of like blueprint as to like how I'm doing dealing with certain things. You know, and so <clears throat> and also I think it's the first time in our like really in our parent, like not first time, but it's, it's actually I realize it's also like we're also kind of concerned because there's someone judging our parenting. That's too. I feel I, I, me too. I, I felt I felt I felt I kind of felt embarrassed. Yeah, like, I was I like, oh my god, she, she he thinks that sh- she's a brat. And it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, me it's too. my fault. She's like, a brat because of me. She keeps calling him a fucking poopy head. I'm stuff. a bad parent. I'm oh a bad parent. God. I was like, shut up. You're looking at her like. Act like a fucking angel. Like, <laughs> you are perfect. We're trying to get. We're trying to get wed into a cow. Act like. Act like a good child. <laughs> oh my god. When I was even telling Jamila, like, there was a there was a point where on the on the road trip there, it was a really long ride, and like she said something to him or like wanted a pillow. But like wasn't going about it in a good way. Like she was just not going about it in a good way, and he wasn't giving into it. And and then like she was being a brat, and then he got irritated and was like, "No, I'm not giving you the pillow." And then I'm hearing what's happening backseat. I'm immediately triggered. I'm like, "What? The, what? The, give her the fucking pillow? What the fuck? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Why aren't you giving her the pillow? I don't." And then I was like, "She is being a little bitch," but like. Only I can do that. Right, right. And then I was like, oh, God, but this is what I asked for. I wanted someone that was, like, going to, like, you know, help me. Obviously, like, he, he, he has to have boundaries and, like, this is my child. And, like, but that's why it's important. That's when I realized, on this trip, I realized it is important for us to me to have conversations with him. And he even said it. He was like, you know what? I realized that, like, I should probably ask you how you're, you know, disciplining her. And, like, if you want me to, to help you in that way, what you feel comfortable with. And, like, because I didn't know, I didn't feel uncomfortable until it happened. And I was immediately triggered. And I wanted to curse him out, even though she was wrong. I think it also requires for us, because I've had to do this a lot in this process, is remind myself, what is it that you actually want, Jamila? You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> we ask for these things. We write this manifestation list. You love my baby like it's your own, you know. And then it happens. We're like, ah, 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 hold up, mm-hmm. you know. And then like, or we're, we're taking her with us to places, and I'm like, this feels weird. Yeah. Should I have left her home? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, and it's like I have to check myself all the time because no, actually, I do want this. I do want us to be able to blend. I do want this to feel comfortable. I don't know why I'm sweating so hard while this is happening. Like I'm gonna like this is. It, it just it's we've lived our single mom lives so so you know so long at this point it's just like it is a shift and it, and it does require us to kind of check ourselves in the process because we do want partners that are not going to be like well it's not my baby you not know my and, problem it's not my problem and it's also it's early and so you have to establish those boundaries but also you know like even having the conversation to say like what is you know i think that's that's cool because i don't want a guy who wants to be in my life but also doesn't think you know what i mean this is a, like you're not going to be beating my kid or no shit like that but you know i just want us to, i think if we want to have more kids i need to know where you're at in parenting like these are things that are important to understand about one another that is your kid voice why mm-hmm. do you have <laughs> <laughs> why do we have to talk in that voice i don't understand but it's just like 
It's a very interesting dating dynamic with children and having to have chemistry abroad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just you and this person. It's you, this person, and your child. Mm -hmm. So, whoo, Lord Jesus, send help. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely been um, really... I don't really want to say the word. It's I, the word triggered comes up, but it's not that. It's just like, it's just pulling things open that I'm like, oh, I, I even things that I thought like I think I talked about this in the last episode that like things I thought I had worked on that were done, I haven't really had the chance to work on them because there hasn't been someone to like force me to have to actively address them. It's just like I've been addressing them by myself, you know, right. and now Best you can. And now I have someone here challenging me and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'm still not I'm still not healed from that all the way." Even this whole like we've been together for like t- 2 weeks straight, you know, like I thought like, "Oh yeah, I'm good. I don't do that. I I'm really good at not doing that." No, I'm not. I'm not good at not doing that yet. I, I realized like because like I uh, Poetry Bay is a cancer, and so I have, we have. I think there's traits that I see, like, because I, I need a lot. I, I, if you don't give me a lot of reassurance, like, tell me you want me to come, tell me you want me to stay, I immediately, in my mind, I'm like, they don't really like me. Mm. Do they want me to stay here? Should I leave? Are you trying to tell me to leave? I can get high and I'll make up some whole shit in my head. <laughs> Is he telling me to leave? Is he tired of me? Does He's looking at me funny. <laughs> he's tapping his pen. I think he's annoyed. Mm-hmm. You know, like ridiculous things, but also like I have to train myself out of that. Like like thinking that I'm a burden. Like, no, I'm here. Like I could stay if I want. If he didn't want me to be here, tell me. If he does say leave, give me space, then I'm okay with that too. And actually, um, one of our 400 links that he sent me, but one of our 400 trips that we're planning, mm-hmm. he um, basically said, I want to do this, this, and this, but if you don't want to do it, I'm totally cool with you staying behind and doing something else. In fact, I really encourage you to do some travel. Like, we can go to blah, blah, blah together, but I really encourage you to do some traveling alone and do some things on your own. I think it's important as, you know, as a female to just travel alone. And it, initially, my first instinct was like, why are you trying to get rid of me mm. on, a tr- on a trip that we've plan- we're planning together? Mm. And then after I had to really sit and sit with it and think, and I'm like, actually, that's really nice of you to even like give me the option. It's really nice that there's someone who like, first of all, you're not like, women are gonna get raped and killed in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. You know, like that propaganda that everybody gives. And then that you wanna give me freedom to go explore and do my own thing. I've never had that really in a relationship. And so I've realized I've developed this understanding of relationships that if you don't wanna be up under me and love me and need me all the time, you don't love me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is sick and psycho. Mm-hmm. But I, I see as the dynamics I saw with my parents, codependence like a motherfucker till this day, you know, like very, like my mom, like I, I love my mom, she was amazing, but like my her, my dad is her fucking kryptonite. She can call him from the aisle six to ask what beans she should buy. Mm-hmm. He could be in a different country. <laughs> it's just like this thing, but like I've, I've realized that I, because I probably have some sort of abandonment issues and other shit, that if someone's not constantly reassuring me or be like, please come with me, please come stay, be with me, stay, I love you, then I'm like, maybe they don't want me here, maybe I shouldn't be here, and how fucked up of a, you know, of a mindset that is, Mm -hmm. and so I'm I'm having to really, like, address those things in this relationship with someone who's obviously, like, enjoys his, his boundaries and his space, and I actually do too, so I don't know why I've come to believe this, that relationship should work that way, or else it doesn't mean shit. Right, right, no, it's true. I mean, I think there's all the other ways for you for, and it seems like he does that. Like, there's other ways to make you feel secure in it when you are when you guys are apart, you know. 
So, I don't know. I don't know if Poetry Bay is exactly like that, but I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I think I'm like that too. I think that's why I have had, I think it's not so much about like, I, if you're not with me, you don't love me. It's more so like, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Part of me is like, in the past, it was me avoiding myself. That's why I did it because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know, I didn't know if I was good at anything. And like, he was good at at something. And mm-hmm. like, I knew I could empower that and I could support that. And that was good enough for me at the time, which is really weird and sad to say. Um, no, it's honest. I think we all go through questioning if we're adequate, if we're doing enough. It was e- it was just so much easier to avoid doing anything if I was just with him all the time. And like I was going with him everywhere. And, like, he, and he wasn't the type of guy to be like, what do you want to do? What are no, your dreams? of course are not. Are you fostering those dreams? You know? And no. He wanted someone to join him. He didn't, he didn't like to be alone either. So it was like the perfect codependency. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have to really ask me what the fuck I'm doing and I'm still going to come on the long for the ride with him. I've been in that relationship where the codependency was... was equal and I, I've seen where that's taken me and it's not good mm-hmm. because I know I can get comfortable like that and then I'll get resentful but then I'm still doing it and then and I've said this before I think in new relationships in general and even though you guys have been together for 47 days and nights <laughs> I think a part of the problem is when we do that it's like not only like you can it burns hot and then it can sizzle not saying that at all but I think what happens is there becomes this routine of being together all the time. Routine, routine, routine. And it feels good and it feels nice. And as soon as someone steps out of that routine, you're like, hmm, this feels different. Where are you going? Why are you doing that? And so because you've become accustomed to being with someone, so it's not so much that you're really jealous or offended or feel really any, probably there's real no deeper reason except that, wow, it's changed from the routine that we're, we've been in. And so now it feels it feels uncomfortable and it feels awkward. Like, well, why didn't you invite me? Mm-hmm. Why had Why can't I come? Or you know, like, and, and that's not, and that's it's something I definitely don't. You know I don't want. I think that. we do that as women, and, and like, and, and when that happens, and because I've done that, I've done that, like to the point where I would fucking take a shower without my husband, <coughs> and he would be like, "Why are you taking a shower right now?" I'm like, "Cause I want to wash my ass." <laughs> he thought we were supposed to take showers every single day together. You know what I mean? Because it was a routine. It felt weird for him when I did it, and then I was like, "This is getting too much." So like that. This is my first time like being an adult and and, and like liking someone and not and actually being able to come up for air. I think we've switched. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know who I am. I think we've switched. I think that was me before. That's that's been me in my dating situations, even with Happy Bay. Like we had, we were together a lot, but we also like had a lot of boundaries. Just just different boundaries or whatever. But, like, I know for me, I do need space, period. Like, I do. And, like, I don't want to ever be in the position where, like, I'm, like, I'm going to go on a trip with my friends and, like, someone is, like, why? Like, like yeah. feels weird because that's going to make me feel triggered. I'll be, like, nigga, what the fuck? Exactly. Like, because I know I'm not, like, no. I need time. I need my girl. Like, I need my girl time and that's it, you know? But I think I've been moving really fast in the last, obviously, like, month and a half. And for me, like, it, it has felt natural. I'm not – and that's why I've been going with it because before I was navigating in, in a space of such fear that I was like, let me just explore this and, like, walk into something not feeling scared and see where it goes. But now I think – I think today, too, was, like, a big realization for me. Not a realization. It was just, like, a reminder. Like, hey, bitch. Like, okay. Y'all secure. You did it. <laughs> 
now let's let's break it up a little bit do what you got to do and but like still like there's it doesn't mean anything is wrong anything negative has happened but i need to find the balance again well we're not you know we're 30 something year old women you know we're not like in high school we, we like we've said we have other things going on we have children we have friendships we have businesses and those things need tending to too so it's just like you know doing relationships with adult style mm-hmm. <laughs> attempting to be adults again mm-hmm. um anyway i feel 32 okay i'm 32 i see my boyfriend on the weekend Ooh. <laughs> Oh my god! So stupid. Not my boyfriend. Just kidding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Do you have any horries? Somebody asked, "Are we are 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 horries done?" Because Erica has a boyfriend. I said, "Bitch, you know how many horries we got?" <laughs> <laughs> so many. Oh my god! Speaking of horries, you guys. If you haven't listened, uh, you should go back and listen to paid sex. Oh, strange sex. Strange sex, paid sex with Wheezy from Horrible Decisions. Because I don't know what came up. I don't think my Adventure Bay has listened to the podcast yet. <laughs> but I was like, let me just. I was like, oh, it's only a matter of time, right? So, like, I don't know what came up. Oh, he, he admitted to some shit. He had paid for some pussy or something. He made a girl on Tinder or something. And paid for it off Tinder? She, well, he, she, he thought it was a date. And then in the date, she was basically like, okay, well, you know, this is my intention. Okay, first of all, Adventure Bay is a fucking. He's a fucking angel. <laughs> he was like, he's like, you know, we went on one day and then we went again. She, she kind of laid down and told me what she, you know, what her, what the game was. And you know, I, I thought she was a really cool girl. And it's a hard time. It was hard times. And <laughs> people have different ways of making, you know, different hustles. And you know, so I gave her the money. <laughs> oh my God! Shut up. I said you were a fucking angel. And he's like, she was nice. I tried to date her. <laughs> I was like, you were an angel. He's like, but then I realized she was kind of ghetto. Whatever. Anyway, so I felt that I should tell him about my paid sex. Oh, you told him? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, well, I just don't want it. I'm like, let me just tell you this story. Once upon a time, <laughs> episode, paid sex, strange sex, I, I, I told him about this, you know, incident where I accepted money for sex very many, many moons ago, and that it was actually a really nice experience. <laughs> um, and he was just like, yeah, whatever, like, you know, laughed it off and was like whatever but I just like I don't ever want you to be in a position where someone else has listened and tells you some shit about me and you have no fucking clue you know it's so funny that you did that because I shared something with Poetry Bay yesterday that was like really personal because I mean, I, I mean I've talked about it on another episode which I think was like um which one was it like uh I said no motherfucker mm-hmm. oh yeah and um, we drove by this hotel that I always get triggered by. In the valley. In the valley. Every time I drive by it, like, I get flashbacks. And we had driven by it yesterday. And it was, like, out on the outside. It said, like, the best fried chicken in town. And I was, like, at the Best Western. Oh, but, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, like, I thought about telling him, and I was, like, embarrassed. And I was, like, I don't want to tell him about this. And then, like, he told me, we were, we were on a walk, and he's, like, man, I really want, I do want some fried chicken. And then I, I like started talking. No, don't ever buy fried chicken from there. Not there, no. Oh. He was just saying in general. And, oh. I was, and I was like, we go back to that place. And then he was like, uh huh. And I was like, actually, that place is really holds a lot of like. When I drive by that place, I it takes me back to a really fucked up time. And he, and I almost didn't tell. Like he was like, "What are you gonna tell me?" And I was like, uh, 
no, I'm not. And it's so weird. That has really not, it's not even your doing. I know. It's not my doing, it's but it's, like, it's embarrassing. It, it's more so like I, I feel embarrassed that I allowed it to happen because I, I allowed it to happen, you know? Yeah, but I, yeah, okay. Whatever. If you go listen to the episode, you'll know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, um, but sharing that with him, like, I, I felt like, oh my God, like, I know he wasn't going to judge me, but I've never told a man that I've dated that. I've never told anyone that, like, because I felt like it makes me look weak. Yeah, I, I, can't, I mean, but I, I, but inevitably, everyone who's listened to our podcast knows, knows. that story about me, right. and so I'm like, I might as well just tell him because he does listen, and you know, yeah. it's just I don't know. I, I yeah, I think I even I also mentioned um, my two three way kisses mm. in New York, and I was just like. I was hoeing out. I mean, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun to watch. <laughs> I loved watching it. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I just, I've, I've been really, okay, I've had a bad habit of being super blatantly hardcore honest in a dating situation because I feel like that was my defense mechanism. Like, if I'm just blatantly honest to people, then, like, I don't have to worry about taking it there because then they won't really, like, see me in that way mm -hmm. but also like I realized I, what I do is when I really start developing feelings for someone I start to like pull back, pull back. on the honesty because it's too honest and it's too crazy because I'm crazy and then I'm like I don't want to do that in this relationship I don't want to like start really f getting feelings for someone and then start like altering the truth or not being completely honest because I f I'm scared of what that how you're gonna look at me I, I want to feel safe in telling you, and I want to continue to do that even if it's uncomfortable because what, what's the worst you're going to do? Like, I've had a life before you, my nigga. Like, right, right. I'm not perfect, you know, so. Right. This is it. So, do we have horries? Did we have any people submitted some? Where is our horries file? So many horries up in here. You guys, I just want to give a shout out to May, to Rini. To our team for holding us down because we got help y'all and yeah. we're so fucking lucky <laughs> grateful yeah honestly we can't do it alone okay so now it's time for horror stories uh, 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 horror stories horror story hashtag three-way kiss hashtag mama unicorn Ooh. I'm a unicorn. Okay, so I'm going to make this as short and sweet as possible. So I'm in this mom group on Facebook. It's already good. For cannabis, positive, melanin mothers in this group. Okay, can you add us? <laughs> there are several other side group chats to promote other causes as well. Every Friday and Saturday, there's a group chat where we members of the secret group post nudes, selfies, selfies, stories, and whatever else we feel sexy we feel sexy about in order to get maybe approval before we need it to, need it to send to Bay or maybe to just because we are proud of the photo. So never in my life have I been with a woman before, but I could definitely say I've always appreciated the woman's body. Well, there is this one girl in the group who happens to be my friend from my hometown, but we both now live here in Atlanta, whom I found myself constantly flirting with, and I can just definitely tell she was feeling me. Long story short, after like a year of online flirting, we finally link up. I went over to her house, and she had cooked her man and I dinner. Okay. Mm. Sexy. 
Delicious, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) After we ate, we went to the living room to play drunk Jenga with a bottle of tequila and hella blunts, of course. Fun. (laughs) Finally, the bottle was finished. Finished. Conversation between the three of us was flowing, just vibing perfectly. Finally, her man gets up and runs to the bathroom for a moment. As he leaves, she looked me me dead in the eyes with the look of desire and says, Hey, can we talk about that picture you posted earlier in the chat? Blushing and flirting, I say, what about it? She then just straight up asked if she could taste it. Matter of fact, she said she wants to taste it. I told her I had never been with a woman before, but fuck it. She then proceeded to say that her man doesn't mind. He could just watch. It doesn't matter to her as long as she can taste it. (laughs) She's trying to get tasty. Honestly, I need to get to this Facebook group. (laughs) When tequila is involved, I am very open to suggestions. And since she... (laughs) (laughs) This is the most... <laughs> Only when tequila. Me too, bitch. Me too. <laughs> all the suggestions. Give me all, all the, the suggestions. suggestions on tequila. <laughs> Absolutely, tequila will open that mind. Um, and since she suggested to let me let her eat me out, I said sure, cause tequila. <laughs> so we moved to the room, and her man puts on a movie as background noise. She wastes no time and began to start making out with me. That wasn't the first time I kissed a girl, so that wasn't new territory. However, the kissing definitely turned her man on. So he began to start touching us both. And hell, I was turned on, so I thought to myself, I was just going to let it go where it goes. <laughs> the two-person makeout then turned into three. As she is eating me out, he, gets, he starts giving her back shots. Oh. Ooh. And I look at this man is hung. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> May, can you put some hallelujahs? <laughs> now I'm hella excited because I know I'm next. Winky face. <laughs> this goes one this goes on for hours of just endless orgasms for everyone. Needless to say, I'll be going over there again. <laughs> Another Facebook meeting. Side note, I have since spoken with her as she and him have checked up uh, checked up on me every day, making sure I didn't need anything. Sweet. Oh, that's really nice. We were talking about our previous dick life, our previous dick life, and she explained her theory on how all how all uncircumcised men were extremely big. I don't know if that's true. I scoffed up my nose and told her I'd take I take her word as I had never been with an uncircumcised man before. She laughed so hard and said, "Bitch, you were last night." <laughs> I died. She didn't even know. She didn't even know. Well, that's the thing. When when it's hard, it looks the same. That was amazing. That was wow. a beautiful story. So send the link to the Facebook group. Me and Jamila are joining ASAP because me and my man are trying to have fun too. <laughs> are you guys trying to find it? Wait, okay, I have a question. The unicorn's a third person? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys are trying to I've find I've only it. ever been a unicorn. I've never been in a relationship and had someone come I'm in. generally, I've generally been a unicorn. Yeah, I'm o- I've only ever been a unicorn. I've, I've, tried, I've attempted to not be the unicorn once and that didn't work out. <laughs> um... Yeah, I've been discussing uh, opening up the bedroom doors myself, but it's just slim pickings because we can't go anywhere. And I told him, I said, I actually said, I'm going to join Field. Uh, is that for three way? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> um, she, he, I told him actually. He was like, oh, so you like you want you really want to do that? I was like, yeah, I'd be open to it. Um, I'm not like trying to have a relationship with a girl, but I don't mind like you know playing. And he was like, so should I find someone? I was like, okay, first what you need to do is go and listen to episode. <laughs> Five, Five successful, successful ways, ways to, to have, have a threesome. threesome experience. And rule number one is let the woman choose. I said, you cannot choose shit. <laughs> okay? You don't even make a suggestion. I was like, actually, I kind of want to see who you would choose just because I'm curious. But um, 
Yeah, so I'm always here for a fun, loving, respectful threesome. Mm-hmm. I just think it's you know it could be it could be a fun night. Mm-hmm. Tequila. It's like an it's like a it's like an, an uh, enhancement. It's like a add-on. human a human sex it's an add on. <laughs> it it's is. like an add on. Like when you add on something at a car wash or a spa. Right. Like just do the wa- add the wax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wax those tires. Fuck you, it. You don't need it every time. Out. You don't. You don't. Everything else is fine. You it's can everything. You can do the regular maintenance, but sometimes you need to do a little extra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we've been talking about it, and I'm ready to not be the unicorn, and actually, I don't know what the other, op- I don't know what I'm called now. <laughs> What's the, like, the, the, the mama? The mama corn? <laughs> head honcho? Head, head, bitch in, head bitch in charge? Head horse in charge? H-B-I-C? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious to see how, uh, <laughs> how, how my man can handle two women. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. It takes, it's a special gift and talent. I mean, oh, and I, also, I, me alone is a lot of work. Like, I can have a lot of sex. I can be, like, five days, five to seven days a week easily mm-hmm. and be totally happy about it. Me too. So I'm just like, can you handle me plus another bitch? Because my pussy stays wet. Stays ready. <laughs> stays ready. <laughs> and if I bring another bitch in, is that going to take away from me? I don't know. I, I need well, to, that's what you need to check in with yourself. I need to dissect. I, I'm not tired. I'm not tired yet. When I get tired, I might tag somebody Well, I think it's in. a matter of safety and like how secure you feel in it, in the relationship. Don't, obviously, we've already done this episode and like, don't do it if you don't, don't feel do secure. it unless you feel really secure in in where you're going in it. I know you guys aren't boyfriend and girlfriend yet, technically, whatever the fuck that means. But like, <laughs> I mean, I just feel like just if you have any sort of anxieties around the status of your relationship, then probably don't, you know? I mean, I don't. I, don't. I mean, I think it will just happen when it happens. I'm not going to go fucking out my way and go assign a friend to this task or no. She's like, I don't even have any friends. I, I mean, I feel like at this point in the game, in the world we live in, we might have to go out of our way. Oh, oh my God. You know what he did say? I don't want to offend anyone, but I said that I've only eaten one white pussy. <laughs> All the white people don't be offended, but. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he was like, um, I've never. You haven't. Mm-mm. He was like, well, that that's where I come in. And I was like, hmm, okay, that could work. <laughs> okay, that sounds like that could work. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm opposed to it. I just, you know, just, you know, I've only done it once. Um. Yeah. Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> For me. <laughs> Yeah, but the sex is good. This is just a very um, new place for me. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that I put girthy big penis on my manifestation list. It was I put it twice. <laughs> it was so important. I was like, wow, I wasn't kidding, huh? <laughs> Manifestations are real. Um, well, anyway, you guys. That's enough of our ranting. That's enough of our ranting. Make that manifestation list, whether it's for a man, career, life, your kids, whatever. Do that shit because it really fucking works. Me and Jamila have done it in so many realms of our worlds, whether it's with love or even with good moms. And it's a beautiful thing once you watch it unfold. So I really encourage you guys to do it. Just take the time. It takes 10 minutes. Maybe longer, because then you once you start writing, you're like, oh, yeah, shit. Keep going back. I haven't really thought about this. Um, uh, and even cross-reference <laughs> with your friends, because some of the things I didn't think about Erica had, and that's always nice. Mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be like, oh, you're right. Forgot yeah, about yeah, that. I forgot about that. Actually, it should be, you should do a party. If you have, like, five friends, that would be best. <laughs> Make sure you don't forget shit. <laughs> um, also, my birthday is on Monday. Send me nudes and sign up for Patreon if you want to send me a birthday gift. Yes. Sign up for Patreon for us. Support us. Rate this episode. Leave a comment if you love us, if you fuck with us. 
Um, sign up for our newsletter on our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com. And follow us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. And also, can you call us and leave us some c- confessions? I know. You guys have been slacking on the hotline because we've been waiting for some confessionals. Some people have left text messages. No, some people have been texting and asking if, it, if it's re- – did you see someone was like, I just – is this really good moms? And I was like, yes. And she's like, this doesn't sound like a good mom's response. I was like, bitch, it's me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well, yeah. Hell yeah. She wrote me back in a text through the Google phone and was like, this doesn't sound like a good mom's response. I was like, bitch, it's me. Send the goods. <laughs> How about now? <laughs> um, also, the number's in her bio, so it's ours. 818 818- Mom0154. Again, that's 818-MOM0154. Leave us a message. Don't make it too long because it will cut you off. But (laughs) Confess. Leave a little confession. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Solo puedo recordar